Hey, what's going on, my beautiful sisters? Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Resilience is Your Beauty. What's going on, everybody? This is Tawanda J. How are you all doing? I hope everyone is doing amazing. Girls, you know what's up. You know what's up. You know what's up. Just come on in, child. Come on in. Drop your bags. Drop your pearls. Go ahead. Take off them stilettos, those shoes, those boots, those sneaks, those sandals, whatever, sugar. Go on ahead and get you something in the kitchen. Come on. You know, this is our, this is our state, honey. This is the resilience estate. Yes, it is, baby. <laughs> this is our place where we go ahead and sit down, right? And we go ahead and refresh our mind and renew our our mindset and, you know, and just be blessed. Just be blessed, be blessed. So go ahead on, get your glass of water, get your tea, get your coffee, get your wine, whatever that you, whatever that fits, you know, suits you, honey. And come on in and sit down in the gathering room. That's it, the gathering room. I'm going to call that from now on, the gathering room. <laughs> And I want you to sit down, right? And you know what's up, sister. Take a deep breath. And exhale. Ooh. What's up? What's going on, Shugs? <laughs> How are you all doing, my beautiful sisters? How was your weekend? How was it? I hope everyone had an awesome, awesome weekend. And uh, your week, your past week was also great. My weekend was pretty good, I have to tell you. Hey, hey, hey. You know, Sunday was awesome. Thank the Lord. We had a great service as usual. You know, and then, of course, you know, um, if I remember, I think I did tell you guys last week, you know, maybe I didn't. I don't know. But Mother's Day, of course. Every day is Mother's Day, as I had mentioned that before. But every day is Mother's Day. So, but on on that particular uh, Mother's Day, you know, I um, was one of the moms that was asked to um participate in the um dance ministry um in tribute um uh, you know to the moms and all of that and it was amazing oh my gosh it was just absolutely beautiful stand ovation all that good stuff um and they you know people still talking about it and all those things you know everybody pulled did you know did what they had to do and especially as moms being as though we got so much going on in our personal lives you know what i'm saying but you know some came to rehearsal some came late some didn't come you know and all of that but at the end of the day you know it all pulled out together we all pulled out together and it turned out to be phenomenal so of course you know um this past sunday you know they the liturgical dance ministry that we call you know they call hosanna praise dance ministry they had their concert they had their concert after church sunday and of course the song that i danced to was um was on the program so of course i had to perform again along with my mom, my other mom sisters. <laughs> and it was awesome. It really was awesome. It was a great turnout. You know, praise God for all of those uh, who came and support the kids, you know, because, you know, it's majority of the kids and there's two adults. There are also moms, two moms that uh, that is part. And even the, the you know, the, um, the choreographer, you know, um, she too, was participating in the in the concert as well. So technically, yes, three adults and most of, you know, everyone else is all the kids. So, you know, it was just really to support the whole entire ministry. But more importantly, the kids really, you know, was enjoying themselves. And they're not little, little babies, you know. They're like, you know, um, preteen, teen, you know, age or, you know, teenagers and all those things. 
no guys it's just all girls for the moment and all that but at the end of the day it was absolutely amazing and then of course you know they had you know they had other dancers as well you know guest dancers and stuff like that you know and, and they did well also even some even some of the men from our church they formed a little dance group and it was awesome man it was absolutely amazing you know so it was just great the whole weekend was awesome had a great great time and you know i was just really you know learning so much about myself because i could tell you right now i would not have done this if this was like 10 years ago you know if this was eight years ago you know what i mean because my mind was not really where it is today you know my heart you know my whole spirit all of that was not you know you know 100 percent together <laughs> i shall say right um as it is today um and so i just you know i was really you know proud of myself you know of how much i have grown how much i have you know matured spiritually you know what i mean um and um you know and i see that god is just he's taken me through this journey you know and as i told you before that you know i had you know um taken this uh taking this call <laughs> I would say that you know and so of course um you know I'm allowing God just to do what he needs to do to get me prepared for that for that uh you know next assignment upcoming assignment in my life right um but yeah you know I've, I'm just so proud of myself for what um uh, what I have accomplished and what I've done and all those things and it's just cool. And see, I'm a dancer by nature anyway, because I love music. You know, music is my blood, my thing, my vibe and all of that, you know. And uh, so, you know, I keep rhythm and all of that stuff. I was, I danced back in the day when I was in high school and all that stuff. Child, I was like in the 80s now. Don't have me to go up there and try to flip nothing, because ain't nothing to flip, baby. I'll flip in the hospital, okay? Let me try to be grown, Okay. <laughs> But see, you know, stage is my life. So when I go on stage, it's on. It's on and popping. And it just comes out of me. I don't try to force it, you know. Because you know people, when they go on stage, they just force it. You know what I mean? But it's just a natural thing that comes out of my out of my, my spirit. And I just make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Not to brag or boast or anything. It's just that God gave me that ability to just go, man. And just in, in, and indulge and enjoy the moment. But truly... It's really a ministry at the end of the day. Whatever God has given you, the talent or the gift, you know, it's it's a ministry. It's to minister to those individuals out there, you know, to, you know, to be uplifted, to be encouraged, to be inspired, you know. And, you know, whether it's music involved or not or whatever, you know, it, to really help them to start looking at life in a whole different perspective. And, and let them know and just remind them that no matter what is going on in your life, that God got you right it is well right it is well everything is all good you know so yeah everything was great um you know like i said sunday was just amazing right so i hope that your sunday was just as good as mine i hope that you were just truly blessed by what your pastor or bishop you know or guest uh pastor had spoken on you know on sunday and just enjoying fellowship just fellowship with your family with your you know, you know, with the church family and all those good things, you know. So today, guys, we are going to start off, um, you know, our class. 
<laughs> if you will. If you listened to the episode that I posted uh, from last week, I had mentioned to you guys that I was going to do like a four part series, you know, um, talking about uh, learning you, learning you one on one. So that's like a class, you know, if any of you have been to college or grad school, you know, you take those one on one courses, you know, and it's like a four part series kind of vibe. You know, and you gotta, you have to be there. You cannot miss no class, right? (laughs) Because the teacher always have a lot of notes, right? They have a lot of notes. So you cannot afford to miss that class because you're going to be so behind, (laughs) right? But the good news is, is that even though you may not, you know, catch up on everything, you know, you know, meaning that you may have something going on. The good news is you can pause this, right? And you can always come back to it later. So you're not going to, you know, really be behind, you know, behind the line, behind the end of the line, you know, missing out like what happened, you know, what was going on and all those things. Right. So that's a good thing. Thank God for, for technology, you know, but yeah, we are going to be talking about, you know, you, yeah, you, 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 the wife, you, the woman, you, the wife, you, the mom, you, you, the entrepreneur, you, the businesswoman, you, the, you know, God's daughter, Come on, man. Yeah. You know, we're going to talk about you, right? So the first, uh, the first part of the learning you one-on-one, we're going to talk about growth. Yeah. We're going to talk about growth, right? A lot of times we get so caught up with our life today, you know, within, in this, in this season, because, you know, we, we busy women, you know, we're working, we working in the home, working outside the home, you know, we taking care of kids, you know, we married, you know, or we're divorced or we're a single mom or we, you know, we work in a very uh, high paced type of job that's constantly, you know, keeping you on the move and, you know, it's just keep you activated all the time. And then, you know, you got other obligations, other things going on in your life. You know, we get so caught up in what's going on in our personal life, but we fail to recognize the growth that's going on internally in us. You know, we don't give that time out to really look to really look at ourselves as a person. You know, we get lost in the sauce, you know, because, you know, get so wrapped up with, you know, oh, the bills got to be paid. Oh, I got to go to the doctor. I got to take the kids to the doctor. I can take the kids to practice. Oh, I got to go out of town. I go on a business trip. And, oh, I got to do this, da, 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 you know, and we don't really spend the time like we should, you know, on learning us, learning ourselves, right? And when we do think about ourselves or what have you, we really don't think anything positive, so to speak, because we, we only looking at based on what we're dealing with currently right now. You know, we look at the situation that's going on in our marriage. We look at the issues going on with our children or with our loved ones. And, you know, we dealing with arguments and debates and, you know, and dealing with selfishness and and relationships. Come on with it. Right. And, you know, we we always blame ourselves in some form, form of fashion. We, you know, we look at ourselves and like, oh, man. I should have done this. Oh man, I shouldn't have said that. Oh man, well you know he should have did this and this that or whatever. And then you know you start doubting yourself. You start doubting your 
you know, your your ability of, you know, of being that good wife. You think you're not doing a good job of being a good wife because of the argument or arguments that you and your spouse been having. Or you look at the situation with your kids and like, well, maybe I'm not being a good mom because, you know, I had to sacrifice, you know, um, not spending time with them to go on this, you know, trip, this business trip and this, that or whatever. And, you know, and you just continue to, you know, bully yourself or bull or abuse, that's the word, abuse yourself. And yeah, I know that's not all the women out here. I know that. But there's some of us, you know, we do feel guilty in some form of fashion. We allow that guilt to, you know, to uh, stump our growth, right? You know, we start doubting and we start to listen, listening to what is saying, you know, going on in our mindset saying, you know, well, you know, you shouldn't have did this. You shouldn't have done that. Well, you should have said this. You should have said that or whatever. Right. And you know what, ladies, we got to stop doing that. We have to stop thinking that way and start listening to the lies, you know, of what our mind tells us based on what currently is going on you know, in your life. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to just go back in time. If you have to just close your eyes for a minute, you ain't doing nothing but sitting and listening to me anyway. So you need to sit down. You better not be distracted now. Cause see, that's the problem. You see, you're distracted. See, you're probably listening to me, but yet you're doing some things. You multitasking, you know, cause you should have taken care of what, what you're doing now. Yesterday, you put it off until today. And now you're trying to listen, but you still distracted. <laughs> You know, this is your, this is your time. This is your time, ladies. This is the, this is the, you know, the resilience of state. This is where you come in and you just get yourself, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, strengthen and, you know, get some good nuggets to, you know, to help you through. Right. So I just want you to do me this favor. I just want you just to just sit back and just to close your eyes for a second. And I want you guys to go back into your childhood. Go back when you were like maybe six, seven, eight. Just go back to when you can remember when you were young. Now, when you were a child, you know, you you were free giving, right? You were you didn't care about what was going on. You was just enjoying life, you know. And if you had siblings around your age, you and your uh, siblings and or friends, you had friends in the neighborhood or friends at school, you know, you come together, you guys will play. If not you, you may be the only child like me. See, I had, I entertained myself for the most part anyway, right? And, you know, I had ideas and I had visions and I will go ahead and activate on those visions, activate on those ideas, activate on those dreams, right? I didn't care who saw me. I didn't care who looked at me. I still did it anyway, right? You know, I I just worked with what I had. You remember as a child, you know, you didn't have a whole lot, but you and your friends would come up with some crazy ideas to create whatever that you guys were, you know, playing on, you know, playing with, you know, especially when it came down to, you know, with the, you know, playing in the dirt, you know, or put, you know, put, uh, getting rocks and pebbles and stuff. You know, some of us will play house. Some of us will play, you know, your mommy daughter kind of situation or whatever. We made it. We made it do right. We made it do. We made it work. (laughs) Right. And we will come up with all kinds of ways to make that area or that scene. Right. Active. Make it come to life. 
And if you remember as a child, you probably went to your mommy or you went to your nana or your grandmommy. It's like, mama, look, look what I made. This is my whatever, you know, this is my, you know, mud pie. You know, you, your mud pie will be like your cake, <laughs> right? You know, if you had sticks, you may have made those sticks and you made it like a little like a little, uh, like a little house or something or whatever, you know, you was creative. You didn't allow the lack of resources to stop you from stop you from producing what you were visualizing. Right. And it was just fun and you enjoyed yourself. You and your friends were playing in the backyard or if now you play in your, in your house, in your room, in your basement of your house or whatever. Right. And you just didn't have a care in the world. You were all, you were, you and your friends were like, you know what? This is what I want to be when I grow up, you know? See, so you guys sometimes will go ahead and, and pretend, <laughs> you know, you pretend you already married. You guys, you know, numerous amount of kids and you travel in the world or you are a doctor or whatever, a nurse, and you will go ahead and pretend to be that nurse or you will go ahead and pretend to be that, that doctor or that lawyer or that singer or a dancer, right? Nothing stopped you. And even then at that time when you didn't, you may not had all of the things that you really wanted, but you may do with the little bit you had, right? And guess what? Your dream came out. Your dream came true because your mommy enjoyed you. Your your dad enjoyed it, right? Your friends enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. <laughs> and, then what, and then what happened? You know, at the end of the day, you have to come on in because it's time to come in. It's time to get ready for bed and shower, you know, take your bath and all that stuff. And then the next day come, you go to school, you hang out with your friends, you come home, do your homework. And then well, guess what? You and your friends meet again and y'all continue on playing, right? The same thing. I remember with my daughters, I just say for my daughters, you know, when they were small, you know, they, you know, were into the dolls, of course, you know, and back in the day, you know, it was Dora Explorer, when Dora Explorer was very popular back in, back in the early, um, early 2000s and all of that. And then of course, you know, um, I had the Dora Explorer house and Later on, I add the Barbie house, the Barbie dolls, and the Bratz, the Bratz dolls. How many of you remember Bratz? They were too cute, you know? Um, but yeah, the Bratz dolls and all of that, and I had uh, cl- uh, clothes. I had all of that stuff for my girls. And, you know, in my house, you know, the second level of the house, you know, uh, it's a loft area. And so, you know, they will mostly play there and not in the hallway that is connected, you know, toward, you know, going to their rooms. And all of those toys that I had purchased, you know, the dollhouses from the Barbies to uh, Dora to the Bratz and all that stuff, they had it set up, you know, they had it all set up and it looked like a little village. You know, my daughters had it hooked up up there, you know, and it was a very high exclusive type of neighborhood, you know. So, you know, when they came together, you know, they will pretend, you know, and they will go ahead and act out a scene. They would act out a scene and I would sometimes eavesdrop, (laughs) 
you know, while they're playing. And I would listen to them. And they were like, you know, you can do this. You got this, you know. Don't give up on yourself. You got this, you know. And I would get tickled by that because I would say that to them. You know, that you could do anything. You got this. You know, you are amazing and all of those things. And so they will take what I had planted in them and they will go ahead and use that, you know, to the, you know, when they're playing with their dolls. And they will literally go even further and write a little script, like a little play. And my my, my sisters, my daughters will actually act out on that with the dolls. (laughs) You know, they had the vision, they had the idea, and it was so good to them that they would call me up a couple of times and say, Mommy, come, let's check this out. And, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm cooking or whatever, and I'll come up the stairs and just like, check this out, Mommy. And I'm looking, and I'm like, huh? You know, and I'm just, and I'm cracking them up because, you know, I got to be silly sometimes. But they would give me the story. They would tell me the plot of the story. And I watched them perform with their dogs, if you will. And it's just hilarious. And I just love their imagination, right? And I always teach my girls that whatever God has put in your heart to do, you go ahead and make it happen, right? Don't let anything or anyone, including yourself, stop you from, you know, producing what God has given you the vision to do and the tools to make it happen, right? So, of course... You know, you know, as they get older, you know, I I noticed that with my youngest daughter, who's 14, you know, she, you know, she's very active. She's so, you know, she's a little fireball, you know, she is, she really don't have no fear in her. She's just one of those type of daredevils type of sisters. I'm like, girl, I don't know where you got that from, because this little chickadee right here, I was like, uh-uh, I ain't the one, <laughs> you know? But she, you know, she had the vision of participating, you know, um, in the ministry uh, of dance at our church. And she's been dancing with them for a good couple of years or so now, maybe three at least. And I did not, you know, coax her to do that. I did not push that on her at all. She told me that that's what she wanted to do. I was like, okay, if that's what God put in your heart, baby go ahead and make it happen and that's what she's been doing and then on top of that you know she wanted to be a part of the media ministry at the church and so she's doing that as well you know what I'm saying because she saw herself she saw herself doing that right and listen my baby girl didn't have no prior training you know with the technical side of media and all that stuff she's actually learning that now since she's been a part of the ministry for the past couple of years or whatever right and but she did not allow the lack of you know knowledge to stop her you know from making her dream come true making that vision come alive you know what i mean she just made it happen you know and likewise with my oldest daughter you know she decided she wanted to be an usher um you know some a few years ago and i said well baby if that's what you want to do then go ahead and make it happen right and she did it for a while until you know she got really really busy with um you know with uh, school and with um 
you know, with choir and traveling and even with work now. So she, she's not doing it anymore because of that reason. But, you know, this is something that she said that she wanted to do, you know, and I said, well, baby, go make it happen, you know? Um, and even now, even right now, as you know, they are older, you know, my oldest one is soon to leave to go to college this coming fall, God willing, you know, she's pursuing things that what God put in her heart, she's going to make it happen. Just like right now, like she wants to go out of state. She wants to go to college out of state. Okay. If that's what God has put in your spirit to do, then go ahead and make it happen. Right. (laughs) And I'm serious about that. I am not the type of mom to like, you know, stump their growth, you know, because of fear, because I want them close knit to me and all these things. That's not how I vibe. That's not my vibe at all. My mother didn't do that to me. You know what I'm saying? You know, cause I know at some point I have to release my child. You know, I have to let her go and start allowing her to use her wings She's going to have to fly. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's hard for some of us moms out there to let go of our firstborn and or our any child. Whether it's a firstborn or whether it's the baby of the, of the family or whatever. It don't matter. You know, it's just it's hard to release. You know, but if you have done what you needed to do and you have spoke the word, you have blessed your child, you have encouraged it, you, you spoon fed your child with so much spiritual food, you don't need to worry about where they're going to land. You know, you don't need to worry about where, where they're going to go because God got them. You know, I truly believe that. See, this is the thing. When God has a plan for your life, where he places you, you are safe. You are safe in his arms. You are safe in that in that in that environment in that area. Yeah, granted, there are things going on outside. You know, this crime, this all kind of stuff going on. But God said that I will keep you safe. You know, a thousand may fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hands, but it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to harm you in any form of fashion. No form of disease is going to come in your home. Come on, somebody. Read Psalms 91, right? And so that my spirit is pretty much at peace to be truthful and honest about it. Yes, I admit there are times where the enemy want to come in my brain and start, you know, creating this crazy idea of something may happen to my child and this, that, or whatever, you know. And I have to speak and literally speak it out in the name of these, the blood of Jesus against you. Because no weapon formed against my child is going to prosper. You may you may attempt something, but it ain't going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because my child is covered by the blood of Jesus, and she's anointed by the blood of the Lamb. So I'm not even going to dare entertain you. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I have that confidence in, in God, knowing that my girls, you know, that my oldest will be all right, you know? But the whole point of what I'm saying is that, you know, they are growing, not just the physical growing, but they're growing spiritually. They're learning more about themselves at this state of their life, this young, precious innocence of life. They're learning so much about themselves. And that's what God wants us to do as well as adults. We as adults, we have to understand that we are still growing. We're still learning, ladies, but we allow life, we allow pressure, we allow stress to stump our growth, to stop us from growing internally. 
We allow the issues and the drama to bleed into our in our into our hearts, into our mindsets, and have us to start speaking negative about ourselves. We become our own bully. We become our own uh, abuser. You know, we are verbal abusers to ourselves. It's not so much of the people in our in our in our personal lives that are the negative Nancys. No, we are the ones. Because it doesn't matter what they think about us. It's what you think about you. You know what I'm saying? You At the end of the day, you, you're the one that has to decide whether or not if you're going to step above or you're going to fall below. Based on how you see yourself. Based on, you know, what's going on in your life. You know? And if you think back when you were a child, you know, you didn't think that way. You just went on ahead and did it. You may have kids now that's young, you know, that's probably 8, 9, 10, or maybe they're preteens. And you see the growth in them. And it, it amazes you, does it not, to see how far they have grown, not just the physical growth, but see how much they have grown internally, spiritually, mentally. Come on now. And it just blows your mind, right? It'll, it'll put a tear to your girl. I know. Get that get that Kleenex because I know sometimes I get a little sentimental. You know what I'm saying? Because every time, even to this day, even to this day, I look at my daughters and I'm like, my Lord, look how much they have grown and they're still growing up. You know, it just boggles my brain. But at the same time, We need to look at ourselves that way too, moms, wives, girls, sisters, ladies. We need to do the same thing. We need to take the time out, right? And we need to just have that moment and reevaluate our our growth and process. You know, how much we have grown down through the years, through this journey that we're going on, that we're traveling through right now. We have really grown up a lot. We have been focused so much on the negative. We've been focusing on the hurt and the pain and the betrayal. And, all, you know, all, we've been focused on that too much. Now we need to take the time and start focusing on the positive things. Look how far you have come. Look where you came from. Because I know that everybody had a beautiful, memorable childhood. I get that. Some was very disturbing, some was very destructive, some was very abusive, and all of those things. And yeah, you don't want to think about that. You don't want to go far back because it was too painful. But I know even at that that hardship of that time of your life, I know you had a dream. I know you had a vision. I know you had to step out of the box, out of your mind, and you had to you had to act it out. You had to start, you know, pumping yourself up. You know what I'm saying? You know, because I know every, I know for sure, and especially in my childhood, let me go, let me go in my childhood. My childhood was awesome. It wasn't like, like, you know, like, you know, great, 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 but it was awesome. You know, I'm, I'm from the hood of Newark, New Jersey. What's up, Brick City? You know, I always got to give props in my home, (laughs) you know, but I didn't, you know, where we lived, you know, we didn't live in the projects or anything like that, right? 
we were fortunate and blessed to live in townhomes or if not uh, apartments, mostly apartments. And then we moved into a, um, a, a duplex, a house duplex. It's a house, but you know, it, it's it divided into two apartments or whatever you want to call it. So we were fortunate to live in that manner. But even then there was still some struggles. There was still some challenges. There were some things that I had to experience, you know, with, with, with my mom and all of those things. But yet, I still had ideas, I had visions, you know, and I and I acted out. I, you know, pretend, you know, as I said, I was the only child, so I entertained myself. I'd just go ahead and get my dolls or whatever I had growing up as a child, and I would go ahead and act it out and, you know, and just live out my dream. And nobody stopped me, you know. I didn't have a whole lot, but I made use of the little bit of resources that I had, and it made it work. It made my vision come alive, right? You know, as kids, you see kids, they just always smiling. They just, they don't have no type of restraints. You know what I'm saying? As far as their, you know, their dreams is concerned, they just make things happen. And we need to have that same childlike uh, behavior or mentality, if you will, when it comes to our ministry, when it comes to our, our purpose, you know? God, you know, we are God's uh, child. We are his children. And, and of course, when we come, you know, to him, of course, we embrace to him like as our, as our dad, just like our kids. Our kids come and they want a hug. You know, they immediately just get a hug from us, right? And we embrace immediately back to them. We express our love. We go ahead and speak life to them when, they, when they're down or when they feel a little drained, a little bit overwhelmed, right? And we speak life to them and we remind them of who they are and whose they are, right? It's the same thing with God. God does that to us too. When we go into our secret hiding place, when we go in, 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 in green pastures, that's the time of restoration, that's the time where God speaks in our spirit and he reminds us of who we are. He reminds us of what he has already put in us. You know, he let us know that we are the apple of his eyes and that we are, we are victorious. That we can do all things through Christ who strengthened him. He, give, he who strengthens us and he gives us the strength to keep on moving. Right? And we, and we just, you know, we just lay there and we just, you know, just truly enjoy and embrace that moment and we say thank you father thank you daddy you know for loving me for taking care of me you know for speaking life to me it's no different than how we are with our physical parents you know there's you may have a mom or a dad that is always positive they always have something positive to say They come, you know, you have a bad day or, you know, you didn't win that competition or, you know, you thought that you had the test and you didn't pass it like you thought. You passed it, but you didn't get your A, but you got a C or you got a B minus and you thought you did a horrible job and all those things. But yet we come in and we say, no, you did amazing, right? You didn't give up. You kept going, right? You know what I'm saying? And there's greatness in you, right? This is just one test. There's many more to pass. There's many more to come that you will do great in. You know what I'm saying? And that's how God is with us. We may not pass the test of life, but God is saying there's still more to come. And I believe in you. I have this greatness in you. See, that's, that, that helps us to grow 
that help us to to stand strong that help us to push you know to persevere even further because we have we have that foundation we have God's word that elevates us and that you know that keeps us going those dreams that God puts in your heart those visions that he puts in your heart he doesn't want us to get stagnant with it. He doesn't want us to, you know, to put it to the side because of the lack of resources that we don't have. As I said, you go back to your childhood, you didn't have a whole lot back then, but you sure made use of what you had, right? And it worked, <laughs> right? It made your day complete. It made your vision come alive, right? So likewise, the same thing applies here. Whether you, since you in your 30s or your 40s or 50s, it doesn't matter, Right? You still work with the resource that you already have. God will supply everything else. Come on, right? Don't stop your growth over, you know, over ignorance. Wow. Of, you know, not knowing, right? Here's the thing. With my youngest daughter, I'm going back to my kids. With my youngest daughter, she is very innovative, you know, she's very creative, you know, she, you know, she just makes things happen. She does not, you know, debate on it or whatever, you know, she talks about it or whatever. And then she just goes ahead and just does it. She just make it happen. So now, you know, of course, you know, I have some clothes in the closet that and throughout the years, you know, I pretty much had donated or gave away to my neighbor's kids or whatever, you know, but now, you know, she's pretty much older and some of the clothes she just can't wear anymore. So I still have it in the closet that, you know, that needs to be distributed out, you know, to, um, you know, to the Salvation Army and all those things. But, you know, she'll pull out a couple of tops or whatever, and she will go ahead, be be a little bit Miss Busybody, <laughs> and, you know, come and she will recreate something else with that top or with those leggings or jeggings or whatever. And then she comes downstairs with the prettiest smile ever, and she's like, Mom, look. And I'm like, what am I looking at? <laughs> you know, she said, I, I, I changed my top. I changed this. You remember this? You remember this shirt? Or you remember this, this blouse? Or you remember this, this, these jeans or whatever? And I'm like, I, didn't they have, didn't they have sleeves? Then they had legs, you know, pant legs, you know. And she's like, yeah, but I cut them down and I made a halter top. Or I made this and I added some lace, you know, to go around and this, that, whatever. I was, I was just blown away. I'm blown away. This girl had not taken no sewing class, okay. We own, I mean, I have a, a little, I have a little small sewing machine, you know, that I got from QVCs years ago. Okay, years ago, but she hasn't even touched that, you know, she hasn't touched that. She actually, you know, uh, sew, you know, with the basic, with her hands, you know, she gets the thread and the needle and she just go ahead and start stitching, right? And when you see the cute little outfit that she puts together, it's, it just, it just blows your mind. You just like think that this baby doll just went to, you know, forever 21 or went to justice or something. And she just bought the outfits or something. No, she just came out of the closet. <laughs> she just went in her closet, came out with, you know, with an idea, with a vision. And she used up the resources that she had, which is very little, which is a thread and a needle. 
and some scissors, some shears. And girlfriend just went out on town and started creating something different. Right? And it just blows my mind. But here it is for us adults. If someone you know that is very talented in making clothes or, you know, painting or something, and you know that this is their vibe because they are really good at it and they want to, you know, pass this to you, like, yeah, just go ahead and try. You want to make this? You want to try to make this? And you're going to be like, no, I don't know how to do that. That is so not me. I don't know how to do that. Girl, if I, if I thread something, I'll be threading my fingers to that clothes. Child, be, you know what I'm saying? We We go ahead and just you know, just close the door real quick. We get intimidated, right? Because we we believe that we don't have the skills or the qualifications to do what our sister friend does. You know what I'm saying? It's just like with the dance ministry. You know, some of the moms that participated for the Mother's Day uh, dance, you know, they, you know, they believe they didn't have the ability to dance like, you know, their kids or even, you know, um, the choreographer and the other two moms that are in that group, you know. And, of course, I'm pretty sure that the choreographer had to let them know, like, you don't have to be a prima donna just to, just to you know, dance, you know. Just go ahead and support your daughter and, you know, that kind of thing. You just, you could just, you know. And she was very gentle with us in terms of giving us different you know, dance moves and all of those things like that, you know. Um, but yeah, they were they were intimidated by it at first. Right? And I'm pretty sure that she had asked other moms and they said no. They I'm pretty sure she did. And they declined because they're like, uh-uh, I'm not a dancer. Uh-uh, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? But here they would they if they said yes they would have been surprised at what what was coming out of them. When we say no to opportunities, you know, do you understand that stops your growth? How do you how do you know you can't do that? How do you know you can't paint? How do you know you can't create clothes or you can't, you know, uh take fabric and, you know, and create a nice top? How how do you know you can't sew? How do you know you can't dance? You know, how do you know? Do you think those that you see that does this every single day, you know, they could do it in their sleep? You think that they had training, that they went to school? Maybe a few of them did, but be, let's be real. Some of them, that's a God-given gift. And they had no, no education, no background, no training in it whatsoever. They may got degrees or something else, but this here, man, oh man, you like, wow. And here's the thing. They didn't have a whole lot of stuff to create that. Just like my youngest daughter, she didn't have a whole lot of stuff to create a whole different top. You know what I'm saying? And if I was a typical mom, I, you know, I could have been like, you need to stop wasting all my clothes and this, that, 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 that. Because see, when we do stuff like that to our children, that stomps them. That stops them. I'm saying stomp at the same time. That stops them from growing too. And again, I'm not talking about the physical growth. I'm talking about internally. They have a vision. They have an idea. And they want to go ahead and activate on that. Right? Who am I to do that to my child? Who am I to do that? Right? But as adults, we do that to ourselves. We stop ourselves from, you know, really exercising, you know, and birthing out these, these talents and these skills 
you know, that God has already implemented in us. But we are too afraid. You know, we don't want people to laugh at us or, you know, we don't want to look embarrassed and all this stuff or whatever, you know. And you should not care what people think, boo. You should not care what people think. See, when you actually step out and go ahead and try out, baby, that's when you go ahead and show out. Come on, somebody. That's a word right there. That I felt that in my fancy. Yes, I did. Right? Okay, I'm telling you, when you go ahead and make it happen, when you decide I'm going to go ahead and do this thing, you go ahead and you go show out. And guess what? You found out, you found that you have another talent in you. A talent that you did not buy. A talent you did not put on layaway. It was already in you. God put that in you. There's so many different skills. There's so many different talents and ministries each and inside each and every one of you ladies out there. And it doesn't matter where you are as far as your age. It doesn't matter where you are as far as your economic status. It doesn't matter where you are as far as your financial status. There is life in you. There is ministries in you. There is life-changing talents in you. Not just to benefit you, but to Benefit others. Mm -hmm. When you freely decide to step out and just exercise your skills and your talents and your gifts, man, do you understand that's a that that that's a a blessing for others? That that's like um, how can I put it? it? It's just it's just pushing those individuals right out of their comfort zone. To go and tap into themselves and try out different things. Just like when you were a child, right? Just like when you were a child, you went on ahead and did it anyway. I remember growing up, you know, some of my friends, you know, they were like, um, let's go ahead and do double dutch. And I'll be honest with you, I don't double dutch because they used to say I was double handed. I'm like, well, I do have two hands. So what do you mean I'm double handed? I'm like, really? They made me feel bad, y'all. Oh, my goodness. They made me feel so horrible. I and, and I'm serious. They made me feel so bad that I did not want to touch a rope. I did not want to touch the rope. Because if I did if I did turn, you know, double dutch and all of that stuff, they would yell at me. They would blame me when they messed up. I'm like, that ain't my fault. Your feet was lazy. You should have lifted up a little bit. <laughs> I digress. I digress, but they was treating me bad, y'all, and I know some of y'all probably are double Dutch connoisseurs, okay, you probably one of those people that always had to yell at the child that was holding the end of the end of the rope, and they were turning it, and they was doing the best they could, and then you get mad at them, because they don't know how to turn, how dare you, you don't know how to jump, okay, I'm just saying, I digress, mm. but baby, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm telling you, they treat me so bad, y'all. It got to the point I didn't want to. I didn't want to turn a single rope, okay? Not double dutch, but just a single rope. You know, just it, I didn't want to do that because they made they made me subconscious. Oh my God! I'm looking at my hands and my arms and everything. I'm like, what? Do they I'm like, I can't turn right, you know. Oh my gosh, I'm telling you, that's just so wrong. I bet you y'all did that to your friends back in the day, did you not? 
Uh-huh, shame on you. Mm-hmm. You know who you is. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, guys, you know, back in the day when, when I was growing up, you know, we hang out, whatever, and, you know, they want to play jump rope, but not even, you know, no one had a jump rope. So what they do, they improvise. They got, um, you remember back in the day in the 80s, you had that telephone wire, you know, back in the day. We used the telephone wire, and you had to be careful because, you know, you get hit with that. You you have, have warts on your arm. <laughs> and if not, if we find rope. It wasn't like an actual, like, jump rope you buy from the store. But, you know, we were very innovative back then. We made do with what we had, right? If there was something that we wanted to do, we would go ahead and make it happen, right? And we would have the best time ever, the best time ever, right? So likewise, my beautiful sisters, as adults, whatever vision, whatever dream that you have, okay, you go out there and make it happen. Use what you got, right? Use what you got. Don't stop your growth. Don't stop because you don't have the money or you don't have, you know, you don't have the, the, the team to help you get your, get your business started or you don't have the, you know, the pedigree. You don't have the master's degree or you don't have your doctor degree or, you know, you don't see yourself as a, as a scholar, as a professor teaching at this college and all of that stuff. So you downgrade yourself. It's not so much the people that does that, right? Because who are they? Who are they? They don't know your purpose, right? They don't know your calling. Mm, come on through. And you're going to allow people to tell you that, that you are not qualified, but God says you are more than qualified. Ooh, you are more, I put what I put in you is qualified. Okay, it's satisfied, mm-hmm. right? And it's complete. Mm. <laughs> I felt that in my fancy, and I'm dancing in my chair right now. Woo, yes. You got to understand, babes, I'm telling you. You got to stop bullying yourself like that. Stop, you know, talking negative to yourself. Stop word bashing. That's what it is. You word bashing you. Yeah, you're going to have people all day, every day that's going to say something negative about you or, or to your face, about your about your uh, business, about how you do your job. So what? As long as you know that your job is fine, you ain't doing nothing wrong, your supervisor's giving you, you know, telling you you're doing a great job, who cares what everybody else thinks? And especially when it comes to you being a wife or being a mom to your kids. You know, you always got to have somebody in the family. Always got to put their little two cents in. Well, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't take him to the doctor. You know, if 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 that was me, if that was you, you do you in your own house. Hello. Let me do me in my own house with my kids. Hello. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the thing about it is we take people's words, right? We take people's words and we ride on those words as if it is anointed, 
as if it's God's words or something. No, it's not. If it's, if it, if it's words that's to downgrade you and to manipulate you and to destroy your dreams and vision and to put you back into that dark, in that dark place, in that mindset, no, it's not. No, those people are not there to bless you and support you, even though they say they are. Well, girl, I'm here to support you, girl. I'm just speaking the truth. You can't do this job. You ain't got no degree. Girl, you need to get out of that mind. You know how you know how people say that? They, they, they say they love you and support you, but yet they still jack you up with their words. Mm. They still stopping you. You allow them to stop you. You take their words at heart as if it's golden, and you just go ahead and listen to that mess. And then here you are right now. A lot of you are uneasy. You're still stressing. You're still perplexed. You're still trying to figure figure things out. You're trying to figure out why I'm not where I'm where I need to be. Why you know why this is not happening for me and all these other things. And you start accepting the fact that you are a failure or that, you know, maybe it is my age. You know, maybe I just need to just give up and not think about, you know, pursuing my dreams and goals anymore. I just need to go ahead and focus on my children or my grandchildren or my nephew or my niece, blah, blah, blah. blah. No, you need to focus on what God has for you because every day he wakes you up in the morning, there's a plan for your life. There's a plan that needs to be taken care of today. His will, his way, that's it. Period. But each day that he allows you to see is an opportunity of growth. And it's up to you because you're going to be held accountable for that, man. You're going to be held accountable. You're not going to go up to God and say, well, God, it's his fault. Oh, it's my mother's fault. Well, they kept saying that I wasn't good enough. Well, they kept saying that I didn't have the pedigree. So you allow their words over God's. Ooh. Mmm. You, you, their, their words weigh heavier than what God has promised, what he had put promised in you, what he said about who you are. Mm. And a lot of us have done it, and a lot of us are still doing that. And it stops us from growing. It stops us from where we, where we, where we supposed to be. And that's why we're so flustered and frustrated. That's why we're so overwhelmed. That's why we're stressed out. That's why we're angry. That's why we still, you know, you know, um, being, you know, we just, we, we're confused. <laughs> you know, we're just flustered, all of that. Because we've been listening to, to the wrong voices. As opposed to listen to the voice. The voice that saved you one day, the voice that delivered you, the voice that keeps you covered and protected you, the voice that put food on the table and clothes on your back, the voice that that covered your children. Come on now. The voice that knows your tomorrow. Mm. What What he has put in you is to bless you, my love, not to drain you out, not to... Uh, you know, overwhelm you in any form or fashion is to bless you as well. Blessing those that come in connection with you. Yeah. You know, you can do this, you know, you can do that and that's great. But God says there's more, there's more in you. There's more in you that I want to birth out of you right now, this season, this moment, will you allow me to do it? Hmm. Because he can't, he's not going to do anything 
until you get rid of all of the other voices. You know, stay focused on him and not get so distracted over your man, over your kids, over your mom, over your dad, over your education or your or the lack thereof or the money or the lack thereof in your in your bank account. He doesn't want you to get all caught up in that. He wants you to focus on the promise. He wants you to focus on him because he has everything. He has the solution to what you've been crying for, the, he, what you've been praying to God for. He has the solution. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to that voice, to his voice and his alone, and you go ahead and activate on what he has already put in you, there's visions in you, ladies, and a lot of you have been visualizing. Some of you probably have written it down already. Some of you have probably already have made the move, and that's great. But you keep going. You keep going. You may not have that particular piece of equipment or uh, clothing or whatever that you're looking for at this present time, but don't fear. Don't get frustrated. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't say, you know what? Maybe my husband was right. Maybe I moved too fast. No, you keep going. Trust God in the process. He knows exactly when to present that resource to you. He's always on time. In the meantime, you continue to work with what you already have and what you already know you can do. And while you're doing that consistently and faithfully and honorably, mm-hmm, and joyfully, while you're doing all of that, God will take care of the back end for you. He will supply all your needs. He will, he, he will take care. Everything needs to be taken care of. Because here's the thing. This is for the kingdom. It's not for you, boo. You got to remember that. And that's another thing. What stops us from growing, we always get ourselves in the way. You know, it's not about us. It's about what God has put in us. And that is that ministry. That is that calling. That is that talent. And what he has, what he's ready to birth out at this present time of your life, it's necessary. It's vital. It has to be done in a quickness because he knows there's people out there that has been given the same gifts and skills that you have just been introduced to. They need to be reminded to not to give up on hope. Not to give up on themselves. Not to give up on life. Not to give up on him. So when they see you on television, or they see you through social media, or they see you in your community, or they see you at church, or they see you at your job, you know, stepping out in faith and going ahead and activating on your dream and your vision and all of that, that gives them hope. Right? That gives them confidence. That builds up their confidence. Their resilience, you know, starts to come out of them. They come back. They come back from the from the darkness. They come back from, you know, you know, the woe is me ministry. They come back from the pain and from the despair. They come back more confident, more powerful, more stronger, just like you. Just like you. Right? So, ladies, remember, you have it all in you. You don't have to stay where you are right now. You don't have to stay confused. You don't have to stay lost. You don't have to, you know, try to figure things out, dipping and dabbing and stuff. No, 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 no. You go ahead and work in it. Do what you know what to do. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. Don't worry about what people say. Child, please. 
Ain't got time for that. Life's too short. You see how people just leaving this earth like crazy, honey? People dying every day. Right? And I guarantee you, those who have died unexpectedly, they did not finish what God had, had originally planned for them in the first place. They may have started, and then some may not have even started at all, but they're no longer here. But my beloved, here it is opportunity for you that you can make it happen for you. You should be so proud of yourself today. If you had the moment to really think back over your life as, a, as you're listening to my voice, you should be so proud of yourself. You should see the growth of where, how far you have come from emotionally, mentally, spiritually, right? Yeah, physically, yeah, you have grown you know, you have grown up, you have grown out, you have grown wide, you've grown, honey, just like me. Come on, okay? That, that, that's, that's there, but I'm talking more internally. You know, you become more stronger. You become more vocal. Because think about it, there's a lot of you that's probably shy and timid and all that other stuff, and you probably was not a very vocal type of person back in the day. But now, through the challenges that you experienced through this journey, honey, oh, honey, you came out. Balling. <laughs> you came out with a voice. You came out whether it was vocally or whether it was, you know, you know, debatable or whatever. You came out, you came out talking and singing and whatever. And now people know who, who you are. They know you. Right? And a lot of you now, you 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 have grown so much, you become more passionate about about your gifts. You become more passionate about you know, towards people, or you become more passionate about, you know, helping others. Because 20 years ago, that was not the case for some of y'all. You know, you should be proud of yourself. You should be proud of where you are right now, because you are not the same woman 10 years ago. Your mindset is so much stronger now than it was back then, right? You are more compassionate now than you were back then, right? Some of you sisters probably didn't want to be around sisters back in the day. Some of you probably didn't like women. You know what I'm saying? You probably, you know, because you just didn't want to be around them. (laughs) But now God delivered you from that. You know what I'm saying? And now you have a powerful sister relationship with your sister friends. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look how far you have grown up. And guess what? You're still growing. You're still growing. But as you are growing, you know, you go ahead and release those ideas, those visions, those dreams. Work with what you already have. Work with it and trust God in the process because he will, he will multiply what you already have. He will multiply what you already have to the point that you won't even think about uh, what you don't have. See, you won't be thinking about your bills. You won't be thinking about, you know, the, you, your, your checking account. You won't be thinking about, well, I got a, there's a due date here. This, that, they're going to repossess, repossess my car or, or I'm two months behind my rent. You, you ain't going to be thinking about that. Because when you go head out on faith and you start producing and you start working what you already have and you do it with confidence and boldness and trusting God through the process, watch how God will go ahead and turn your situation around. Mm. Come on, somebody. 
He he got your back. You ain't got to worry about the issues that you're dealing with. You ain't got to worry about those bills. You ain't got to worry about your checking account. You ain't got to worry about your car being repossessed or you two or three months behind rent. You're going to get kicked out of your house or apartment or whatever. You God knows that. But if you go ahead with, with boldness and with confidence and go and make your dreams come true, make those visions come alive, you go ahead and utilize those resources that you have, Watch how God changed the situation around for you. And that right there, that's all teaching tools right there. Because it's teaching you that, wow, I, you know, I really am growing up. Because if this was six years ago or ten years ago or eight years ago, whatever, my faith would still have been jacked up. Trusting God would not be where, where it is now, you know, where it was back then. I didn't trust God back then. You know what I'm saying? But now I have complete confidence in him. I have complete trust in him because I know my God loves me. I know my God cares for me and he wants the best for me. And the best is in me. So I lack nothing. Because you got God in you, you don't lack nothing. Mm. But see, the enemy, you know, he will throw all of that in your face and he will come hard, y'all. He will come hard. You know, he's going to keep on attacking you to get you off course. But you got to speak out and say, get thee behind me, Satan. It is written. Come on now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Come on through now. He got my back. I'm all good. And it's all good in my life. It's all good in my in my marriage. It's all good with my kids. It's all good in my finances. It's all good in my home. It's all good in my career. It's all good. Right? And you got to keep saying that. Thank God for growth. Thank God for maturity. Thank God for, 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 the, for the lessons. God is our teacher. He is our professor. We are the students. And no matter how old we get, we still got to humble ourselves. We still have, we still in training. We cannot continue. We can't lean on our own understanding. We can't, you know, well, I'm grown now. I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. Mm -mm, No, mm -mm, mm -mm. you don't know what you're doing. When you say you know what you're doing, you lean on your own understanding. And when you do that, guess what? You're bound to fail. And that's real talk because you don't have God in the process. You, you want to, you want to take control of it. I know what I'm doing. I handle it. I got it. Mm-hmm. You got this when you, when you acknowledge God in your life and you not, and put him ahead of everything because he wants to be in the midst of it all. He wants to be right there in conversation with you. He wants you to connect with him and talk to him and make some decisions. Like, God, what's your opinion about this outfit? Should I wear this today? And you know, God is so awesome because, you know, I, you know, think about, you know, what's coming up or whatever, like for church or whatever, or if not dinner or whatever. And, you know, I could be sitting down, you know, just watching television or I'm on my phone or whatever. And God just put it in my spirit. He like, okay, go ahead and make this steak or go, not, not steak. Sorry. Go ahead and make this pork chop or go ahead and, and create this, uh, you know, this dish. And I'm like, oh, God, that sounds really good. He shows me what to do. Right? That is so cool. That is super cool, man. I'm serious. No lie. I'm telling you. 
and he and I have to stop. Here's the thing, and, and there's certain um, seasonings that I like that I don't have, but what I do have, I make it work. And then when the end results come together, that meal is finger licking, smacking, delicious, good, baby. You know what I'm saying? Now, I have to say, I thank God for the cooking ministry in my family. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. I have to say that because not everybody can, can go ahead and boldly declare that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, sis? Come on, you come through. Come through. Thank God <laughs> mm-hmm. that I have the ability to cook. Come on through. Okay. Child, listen. I can make some good money now if I go ahead and cook a good meal. You know what I'm saying? I could do that. And, you know, I'm proud to say I'm a good cook. Because there's some sisters out there, child, they need prayer. They don't know how to boil water. Child, they boil that water to evaporate and it's, and it's gone. Because they... <laughs> I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. But you get what I'm saying, my beautiful sisters, right? You get what I'm saying? (laughs) Listen, ladies, I hope this is blessing you. I hope that you actually are taking this time out and just reflect on your life. Just reflect on where it all started for you as a young girl. You know, you had dreams back then. You had ideas. You had your imagination, right? Whether it was you along with your friends or just you yourself, you made that imagination come to life. And you didn't have all of the resources. You didn't have all of the things that you wanted to make to create that scene or whatever. But you made do with it and you were happy with it. Right? And your friends enjoyed it. Correct? So likewise, you need to have that same type of mindset as an adult today that you go forth and make your dreams or that imagination come to life with the resources that is already given to you and you go ahead and create and make it happen and that you enjoy it and more importantly the people around you are are enjoying it and they are being blessed by it this is all about growth it's all about learning you It's all about knowing who you are and whose you are. It's all about learning that there's more inside of you than you give yourself credit. You know what I'm saying? Because we only know based on what we already been doing. We know that we are good in in business or we we good with, 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 uh, with money. We know that we're great teachers or educators. You know, we know we're great cooks. We know that we can sew and that's good. But there are some other components as other blessings that God has put in you that he's ready to birth out child you've been you've been going through contractions way too long you should have had those babies a long time ago but I know as we get older in life you know people say stuff like oh if you don't use your gift God gonna take it away it's gonna die you know God gonna take it away no what God gave you is yours to keep period I used to hear it all the time growing up back in the day, man. You know, like, oh, you got a beautiful voice. Girl, you better use that. Because if you don't, God going to take it away. 
And I'll get so scared. And I'm like, God, don't take my gift away. Or don't take my voice away as a little child. I'll be scared. Because I'm thinking God's going to take it away if I don't sing more. If I don't sing all the time, blah, 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 and all this other stuff. But that's so far from the truth, guys. Because a lot of us, you know, we're living from, we're living in the past of lies. Mm-hmm. We're living in the past of lies. People say stuff like that. And these are church folk. They say that crazy stuff. And we'll fall prey and believe in it. And then we believe it so deeply that it still stops us from doing what we're supposed to do. <laughs> that sounds so crazy, but it's true, right? Because it, when you activate on it and it doesn't sound good, right? Or it doesn't look good, right? You start comparing, right? Then you stop immediately. Like, nope, nobody ain't like what, what, I, what I did. Nobody ain't like my singing. Or they said I didn't sound good. Or this, that, whatever. And then you immediately, you shrink back into, in, in, back into that dark closet, Right. And you just say, you know what? I, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't. No, no. Right. And there's a lot of you right now, you know, your gift, you know, your calling, you know, your ministry. And you have been you've been away from that thing for a long time. Baby, it's time to give birth. It is time to push it. It is time to activate on that thing. It is time to show out. It is time to, you know, you know, minister to women who are in the same situation that you are. The same situation that God has helped you to get out of, right? You have to believe in yourself that you have what it takes to be successful, to be to be the best that you can be. You take the time out, learn about you learn about you, right? I hope this bless you, my beautiful sisters. Take this today and continue on, you know, allowing God to minister to you even after this episode is done, when you finish with this. Just uh, uh, allow God to just talk to you. You may have to go away somewhere, you know, just to have that quiet time and, you know, allow God just to reveal some things about you and ask God to give you strength as you start making that taking that first step, you know, and making that dream come to reality, right? Cast all of your concerns and your worries and your, your doubts and your fears, all of that to him. He's and and when you do that, trust me, he's, he's going to help you through it. He's going to help you through it. So while you are doing what you need to do, what you're supposed to do, God is also going to be taking care of you from the inside out. He's going to heal you. He's going to deliver you. He's going to start shedding off some things, right? That's been a weight. You've been carrying this weight, this burden, this, this shame, this guilt, this resentment. You've been carrying this stuff for a long time, girlfriend. And it's time to let that go. That Because that has really, really stopped you from growing. It really has. Now today is the day for you to make that, to make that decision right? You have today and God willing the rest of this week to make the move. I can't wait to hear the story. I can't wait to hear the results of what, what you have decided to do and what you have to allow God to do. Again, allow him to be the center of it all. Allow him to be your advisor, your teacher, right? Your coach, your everything. He just wants to be in your life for the rest of your life. Okay, because you can't do nothing without them. 
That's point. That's real talk right there. So we're going to pray today, guys. We're going to also continue this. This is part one of Learning You One-on-One. We talked about growth for this week. And then next week, we're going to be talking about attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sugar. We're going to be talking about your attitude. Yeah, your attitude. Yeah, your attitude. My attitude as well. Come on through. <laughs> Because we all got to adjust the attitude. Come on through, y'all. But we are going to talk about that next week, y'all. I hope this is blessing you, my beautiful sisters. If so, please, please, please comment below uh, based on the um, the platform that you're listening to. Um, and let me know how this is blessing you so far. Any of you who are newcomers, some of you are just listening to my podcast for the first time. Hey, welcome. I hope you are blessed. I hope this truly blessed you and encouraged you. You know, this is all about, this platform is all about encouraging and reminding women of their resiliency, that you are strong, powerful women. And sometimes we get all lost in the sauce, get all caught up with the drama of life, you know, but God wants us to not dwell and not to continue to spend our time, wasting our time, worrying about the past and what we should have, could have, would have, but what we, what we need to be doing now what we need to start working on now and that we have what it takes to be successful in whatever area of our life that God has you know aligned us for you know has prepped us for if you will right so ladies you are phenomenal you are amazing I love you so so very much so we're going to close it with a prayer God I want to say thank you thank you for this day thank you for giving me the opportunity to connect with my beautiful sisters I pray that each and every one of those beautiful sisters who are listening right now, that they will connect with you and that they will invite you in their life so they can have a productive and successful lifestyle with you. Help us, oh God, to shed off all of the negative Nancys, all of the words, all of the guilt and the shame and the embarrassment from our past Help us, oh God, to not continue to drown, to be drowning in our sorrows of what we did not do. You know, what we, the mistakes we have made. God, you don't see us as a mistake. You see us as a blessing. We are the apple of your eye. You love us unconditionally. Oh, the love that you have for us, we can't even put into words. But we know without a shadow of a doubt that you got us and we're safe in your arms. And that what you have for us, it's all good. And it's a blessing. It's blessing us, but it's going to be a blessing to the world. You have given us talents. You have given us, you know, ideas. You have given us visions. And it's time for us to activate, you know, activate on that. Help us, oh God, to stand strong and not to lean on our own understanding, but to connect with you and seek counsel with you because you know our life. You know our path. You know where we need to be. Help us, oh God, to speak life in ourselves. Help us, oh God, to reevaluate us. We always reevaluating everybody else, but now it's time to look at us. Not to be arrogant about it, but just to see how far we have come. Because we sure enough could have made it without you. Oh, and we look back and wonder how we got over. (laughs) It wasn't by our works, it was by you. (laughs) And we give you praise today. And we stand boldly 
And we stand with confidence and knowing that we are the righteousness of God. And we reign victorious all day, every day. Thank you, O Lord, for what you are doing, what you are continuing to do. Thank you, God, for today. Thank you, God, for tomorrow. Thank you, God, for our future. Thank you for everything that you have already blessed us with. Blessed us with our loved ones, with our family. Thank you for those who truly do see something greater in us that we sometimes overlook every day. Help us, oh God, shed all of those those uh, those things out of our eyes. You know, we get so blinded by issues, by our pain and, and what we don't have. Help us, God, not to look at that anymore, but to look at what you said in your word, the promises that you have for us. Help us to just believe in ourselves and, more importantly, believe in you. We thank you today, God. We give you praise today. In Jesus' name, amen.